Bing bong. Bing bong. Oh my God, is this actually our first episode? It is. It is. That is Delayed Dale, your favorite toxic survivor who can escape the entity, but she can't escape her real world problems. Thank you so much for that absolute wonderful call out. And this is Henry K, my favorite friggin' person who is sweaty in the games, but doesn't forget to shower. Exactly. And you're listening to Easy Mode, the gaming podcast. But listen up. We are professionally casual gamers. We know a thing or two. But nothing more. (laughs) But in all seriousness, everyone, welcome to Easy Mode. Um, This show is going to be the most serious, least serious show you've ever heard. And it's going to be ultimately about our love and your love and everyone's love for gaming. We wanted this to be a show where we talk about gaming in a non-toxic, non-superiority, no-ego sort of free safe space for everyone and that's what we want the show to be um so i can't wait to get this started um dale tell me what are you playing these days what's going on what's on your steam what's on your switch tell me what you're doing um well first of all thank you for that wonderful intro i have been playing a lot of dbd i am playing so much dbd i mean they have this thing going on right now where you gotta log in daily to get yourself those daily achievements get those daily stuff they've got me hooked they've got me hooked and they know Mm -hmm. what they're doing how about you what have you been playing I do love a daily login. Um, it's very funny that you're dre- that your favorite game is CBD and you are dressed as. Well, you can't tell who I'm dressed as. Um, would you mind clarifying for maybe uh, for people like me and others who can't tell? Um, I am if- Steve. I am Steve Harrington from De- from Stranger Things and <laughs> Dead by Daylight. Okay, I know I look like Amelia Earhart. I am being roasted by every single person who looks at me, but I am Steve. I think I'm Steve you Harrington. look beautiful amelia <laughs> um, well, tell me who you are do yes. talk to you let me guess um, you k- killjoy i am p- currently killjoy from valorant uh, my favorite character uh, and the game i've been playing the most <laughs> lately i am unfortunately addicted is my first competitive game that has any sort of rank system so y- you could say i'm hooked mine guten i'm hooked on valorant <laughs> that was good right that no, was <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm just gonna you know get us keep moving <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, it's very funny that we're both dressed this way because mm-hmm. these are our mains from these games. But it mm-hmm. is also the topic of this week's episode, Dale. Mm-hmm. Yes, this whole episode today, we wanted to start off with something strong, something really passionate for all of us here is um, your character, who you are. Choose your character, create your character, assign a main character, but still play the game, you know? And, and a lot of these characters are a big part of like who we are and why we love gaming. You know what? You said it. I cannot wait to dive into it um, across all those topics. I'm so excited. And should we get into it and get started? I, I think we should just like dive into it. Let, let, let's, let's do this. All right, let's do it. But let's make sure it's on easy mode. Bing bong. We're back. Hi. We're back. How was your break? Um, it was good. Drink some polar seltzer. Very Excellent. delicious. So I want to like kind of go into like what the whole episode is going to be about. Tell me. So basically, whether you create your own character, you choose from an eclectic group, or you're assigned one through games on mm-hmm. a main story, main characters are one of the most important part of any game. Yes. So, Henry, I have a question for you. I'm ready. If you had to pick one way to have a main character, what would you do? It Would you have one where it's like, oh. choose your character? Or would you prefer to make your own? Or do you like the games where they're just like, okay, you are this character, and like that's how you like proceed with the game? You know, like storytelling games, like The Last of Us? What? what, what what's your answer? That's a hard decision. I do have to say that I tend to play a lot of games where you do get to pick from a group. 
Um, there, um, you know, Valorant being one of my favorite games right now, there's a, just a selection of characters that you pick from all with different roles, um, whether you're a support, whether you're like tanky, whether you're a healer, whether you, a lot of different things that the characters do based on the game, um, mainly because, um, I play a lot of support characters and I like having that mm-hmm. choice, um, you know, it helps me fit into a team and play to my strengths. So I kind of like that mm-hmm. for that reason. Um, also, what do you, like, what do you to like, add Dale? on to that, I agree with you. I play a lot of games where you do just like choose your own character. I like character creation every now and then, but it takes a lot of time. Like when I started playing Final Fantasy, it, it took an hour for me to create my character. Like that's one hour that I could have played the game. But I, and it's not that I hate, didn't like it or anything. Don't get me wrong, but how many games can you build your own character and like you know all the different styles of like the, the ear shape. Why are there so many different ear shapes? You yeah. know, like how, and then you're like, is it A or B? Like, I feel like I'm at the optometrist, like A or B until I like pick the <laughs> character that I want. So I would agree with you, especially with the kind of games I'm playing recently. However, every now and then I do like to just like not have the choice. Like if I'm going to play like a story, I'm the main character and I don't have to like choose that. So yeah, yeah, I guess it depends on the game. So Dale, if you mm-hmm. had to choose from a group, let's go into the Super mm-hmm. Mario franchise. There is Mario Kart, there mm-hmm. is Super Smash Brothers, there is Mario Party. In Mario, who are you playing? Who are you playing as? <laughs> are you asking who, who are my you main choosing? is? Who is my who main? Who is your main okay. Super Mario character? Who is your main if it's a Super, if it's a super Mario so, franchise okay. game? If it's Mario Kart, Mario Party, anything, I'm always King Boo. Always King Boo because King Boo is so dramatic. <laughs> Isn't King Boo? Oh, are you I'm actually? Shocked. I'm always King Boo. Always King Boo. Yeah. Or I'm like Waluigi because I love the weem, the the weems, the memes, the wah. You know, like all of that. I love it. I love that. I, you know, I'm rooting for my boy Waluigi to get into Super Smash Brothers. Like mm-hmm. Nintendo, if you're here, if you're listening, um, which we know you are. Um, Everybody wants show. Waluigi. We have been demanding. We've been demanding. We've been demanding Waluigi. He deserves it. He's mm-hmm. entertaining. He is interesting. Put him in the game with the unique mm-hmm. moveset, please. Mm-hmm. That would be great. What about you, though, Henry? I hear that you play one character in specific. <laughs> Do you tell? Um, so, um, as people who I game with might know, and uh, just sharing this information for everyone else... Um, I tend to play the same characters over and over and over again. <laughs> uh, confession no, I, I time. I actually had no idea. Uh, and this might come to a shock, a huge shock. You're going to be flabbergasted. You um, will never believe it. But no matter the game, if it's an option to me in the Super Mario franchise, I will play as Princess Peach. Princess Peach? Yes. Um, now, I may be aging myself a little bit, but since the days of Super Nintendo. Oh, Super Nintendo. And specifically Super Mario Party 3. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Super Mario 3. Um, you were able to play as Princess Peach. Now, she really differentiated from all the other characters because in that game, she had the ability to float um, above, like just float along sort of for a limited period of time. And that's something that's carried on with her character Throughout the franchise, you can do it in Super Smash Brothers. You can do it, I mean, not in Mario Party, obviously. But anywhere where you sort of can be actively as Peach, they've sort of given her that floaty trait. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just always loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like they give, for the most part, besides in Super Mario, Super Mario main games, Peach really does get her due diligence outside of those games. You know, she obviously fills in the trope of being captured by Bowser. Um, She's even also updated very that strong. Like in Super Smash, yeah. like when I played on like the GameCube, she was very strong. You know, like they yes. didn't just, she doesn't just like fall to the care, like the classic, I need helping. Nah. No, Peach. she will pick out a tennis racket, a frying pan, and beat you across the head with it. <laughs> and, you know, I do love that she is a, and I respect Nintendo for this, and I respect the like, 
the due diligence they did in creating her character specifically for Super Smash Brothers is that they gave her viability for and you know the meta changes but for competitive Super Smash mm-hmm. um and you know she's a usable like tournament winning character that people can use and that people mm-hmm. main um yeah she's so, not like you know, you, know not, when, you know when a character's too op or like they're banned from tournaments like i mm-hmm. have heard like in dead by daylight tournaments that trickster has been banned because of like interesting yeah uh, just for how fast you can be insta down from the, the, the knives far away honestly yeah. i hate going against trickster but i love I how it. like each game has its own like way for us to like express ourselves like so i've been asking some people like when you select a character who do you select and why 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 do you select your main so a lot of people have said that you know they they mostly only ever play women and i'm like wait a yeah. second what do i mostly play i only play as man it's because i am uh, lacking in strength and uh wonderful <laughs> hair <laughs> but then i'm like wait why do i pick my mains what draws me to my mains okay I think it's like what's available in the store for skins because I, I do like I do like me a good fit. Okay, it's uh, twenty. Let's we're going skins to has to have its own it episode. Has to we, have nice stuff. I don't want. Recently, someone dropped me a link to check how much you can you've spent in Valorant so far. Do they have something like that for daylight? Because how much I'm have not going to say, say it. I'm not going to say it on this. You're podcast not going to say. I, I can't. I was shocked. Oh my god! Because Riot Riot Cosmetics are they are not cheap no they aren't but people and people want them they get them i do want them i bought one last night yeah. <laughs> i'm willing to say that i'm willing confession i'm willing to say it i bought a cosme- some two cosmetics last night i uh, i'll be completely honest with you i like dropped like 40 bucks on the nancy and steve because they were going to be removed from the store and i wanted yeah. a good fit my biggest regret is i never got a freaking holiday sweater for steve who was one of my mains yeah mains i, I just for me, main characters, um, I agree. It's sort of with you. So, like, uh, a lot of gay men play as a lot of women in character, mm-hmm. like characters. Um, I feel like that's a very common trait. Um, and for me, that has a lot to do with like, I guess, like feminine mm-hmm. strength, female empowerment. Yeah. Uh, you know, growing up, especially being like a young gay man, you know, you're called feminine, you're called whatever. Um, but it's so great to see like this character with these traits that you've been told you have be like strong and powerful in a game. I'm like, yeah, I am feminine, and I am Princess Peach. I'm going to kick your fucking and ass at this game. You probably will. You probably like, will. Unless I'm too late, and then I will um, kick your ass. Like, I will just cut, 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 yeah. Um, we will uh, play Super Smash Brothers <laughs> after this, and um, I'm not a, I'm a force. I got to take off my wig, so I'm going to um, get sweaty. <laughs> I yes. love that. I love that. Also, something that I should note about, like, characters that we pick, and I didn't mention this earlier, is the voice acting. Like, for example, in Dead by Daylight, when they get, like, hooked, oh, yes. I love the drama of Steve screaming. Or when David is, like, pulled out of the locker with, like, Iron Maiden. Or, like, I'm just like, ah! Ah! Yes. Like, how did those voice actors... Oh, my God. Did you hear Michaela? She's so loud. Like, her... The actress, like, so went loud. in on it. So, I know a lot of people like to pick based off of, like, the drama of the voice, too. You know? Yeah. I mean... Uh, Voice lines are a big part for mm-hmm. any main character, especially characters um, like in games like Valorant, Dead by Daylight, Super Smash Brothers, where there's not a lot of talking. It's not a fiction. It's not a game based on conversation mm-hmm. or discussion. So you just hear those few mm-hmm. lines every now and then. Um, and that's a big part of it because the character's attitude is an expression of who you are as a player. And, um, you know, if they're portraying what you want them to portray, oh, of, course of course you want to play them. It makes them even more appealing. Yeah. Also, in games where it's, like, more skill-based, you would pick a character that has, like, I mean, like, in fighting games, you'd pick Chun-Li, if you want. I mean, I don't know. Who, who, <laughs> who told, told you? you? That's your That's favorite. who I picked. Like, that I saved lives. I, I've only played Chun-Li for 
the entirety of the really? Street Fighter franchise. Okay, yeah. So like I I don't know yes. much about like the Street Fighter franchise. I just know like the meme of Chun Li. But like people do like to look up stats. I'll be honest with you, uh, as mm-hmm. like as a killer main, I do like to look at uh, stats on like which one is ranked better. I am so sad that they nerfed Spirit. I justice for Spirit, justice for Spirit. Okay, it's so obvious I'm a Spirit main, but anyways, you know, a little bit of skill and like the, you heard like, it here, the, like what the the character has to offer really goes into play with what you pick. So, um, now a different sort of style of choosing from the group, Dale and. Um, we touch on this a little bit because we love to talk, you and I. We do love um, to talk. No shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, Pokemon. Oh! That's sort of a different section of... A, yeah. It's not a character you play as, but you don't really play as your character. You play as your Pokemon. Yes. Also... Um, sort, of, mm-hmm. sort of a different concept, but still choosing from a group. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, sort of you have that sort of choosing your main character scenario at the very beginning yeah, of each do. game where you're you offered do. three starters. Mm-hmm. Choose your character. Um, and exactly. Or choose your type. So what's your, of the starter three, the very beginning, you know, because we're dating ourselves back in the day, it was me and you, baby. Um, So was it, (laughs) was it fire, (laughs) water or grass? What was your go-to? So I played almost every generation of Pokemon um, except black and white and X and Y. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't around for those. Um, I just, I was, Thanos snapped away for those Mm -hmm. few years. And now I'm back Um, playing Sword and Shield and Brilliant Diamond and Pearl. Um, but I do have to say, I've never in the history of my Pokemon career, never picked, never not picked the water type Pokemon. Wow. I've never not done it. I, okay, I'm trying to think like, have I always played as grass type? And I think I have, I think there was one time I started with fire. I don't know what was going on with yeah. me. I mean, no hate or shade to you. If you start with fire, I just, maybe I was like going through something internally with my like life, but usually I play yeah. as a grass type. I just think they're so cute and they're pretty powerful. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out my main yeah. for Valorant. And so far, I'm liking that one who like vanishes. What's her name? She's like just the, the fast zoom. She's like a ninja. Purple? I think, I think so. Maybe. <laughs> I don't even know. But she's not support, I don't think. Um, well, well, well I'll, I'll confirm after the break if that's who I was. All right. <laughs> I'm going to say there's not a ninja. Is that <laughs> God, now I gotta look this up. You are dragging me. <laughs> I think it's Raina. Raina. She goes fast or jet? What is she? What color is she? Isn't she? Hold on a second. I'm looking this up right now. Blue? I, this is who is? Oh, it is. It is. It's. It's Raina. Yeah, I love her. Um, yeah. Whoops. Is it Raina? You know, we didn't plan to touch on this, but um, a big part of main characters, especially when there's a group like mm-hmm. this. Um, and something Valorant and a lot of other games do, um, we're starting to see a lot more of, is when you're choosing from those main characters. Um, and actually, I'm glad you brought Raina up because I'm so excited to talk about this. It was actually we, had, we didn't plan. <laughs> I just looked at the photo and it was Jet. Okay, I just wanted to tell you. It's Jet, not Raina. Continue. You want to talk about Raina? Right. But yes. That makes more sense on why you think she's a ninja. Um, <laughs> she's not a ninja. But, you know, anyways. <laughs> welcome to easy mode <laughs> welcome to easy mode um valorant riot and a lot of other companies are doing a fantastic job at this as as games are coming out and that is sort of like a cultural representation mm-hmm. um just to see reina in a game as big as valorant representing the country of mexico um for me it just brings me so much joy wow 
as someone who was born in Mexico, who has family in Mexico, who's like, that is my life and my culture. And that is like what I grew up around seeing. I mean, even to this day, I'm shocked to see her in the game. I'm like, wow, that's, I know what this is. I get the references. Like I get what her abilities are based off, like culturally and historically. Um, I'm like, I just never anticipated seeing like someone from a country like Mexico in like an like a what is it triple A game is that what this that would be called like a game that's that yeah. big, um, and just like huge. they do global representation really well. And I think even though I can't play that character because of the play style, does she not support? I love seeing her. I love seeing her. Um, her character has a fantastic, respectful accent um, um, when speaking the English language, and it's sort of like, and even speaks Spanish in the game. I'm just like, wow, this is great. I love this. This is for me. This game is for me. It includes me in a way that, like, I don't have to play that role, but I am happy it's mm-hmm. there. And I think there's a lot more games doing mm-hmm. that, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Dead by Daylight being one as well. Um, you know, we don't really get a lot of insight into these characters' backgrounds, oh. but like the um, racial diversity is there, the color diversity is there, and that's very nice to see. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it's going to make gaming even more inclusive, um, more for everyone. Yeah. Um, and just make it a, like a very like enriching experience. Um, a game I do want to shout out. I'm going to have to look it up. Give me one All second. Right. Um, I still can't believe I thought it was Jets. Not Jet. I thought it was Reina. And then I was like, no, Raina. it's Jet. Well, Jet, I, I saw the little blaze and I thought, you know, Ninja, but I was wrong. See how much I play Valorant? I play unranked and I die every time. <laughs> we'll get you good. We'll practice together. Get hella sweaty. Get so sweaty. I did not anticipate starting to play Dead by Daylight and getting so sweaty. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, this is just like a casual game. Not casual. Um, wonderful, though. I have so much fun playing it, even though I'm like having a meltdown all the time. So It's coming out soon. It's like this. Uh... Was it that Witchbrook game you were talking about? No. It's like a AAA game. Um, it has like a the main character is like a woman of color and it's like magical powers. Oh, um, I don't know. I don't know. I'll I'll find it and then I'll plug it like on our socials or something. Okay. Whatever. I'm so excited for that. It looks amazing. Um, and then speaking mm-hmm. of, I mean, like women leading characters in games, especially in games. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get to games where we don't choose mm-hmm. our character or where we don't mm-hmm. choose our characters. Fantastic, mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. growing category that I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with. Well, I think we should take a quick five, you know, uh, refill our cups of water and then dive into the next segment, which is uh, create your own character where the end, the possibilities are endless. Let's talk about now designing your own character. I, I love feel it. like this is something that is all on you. And especially in games where you can just, like, pick the race and then go down from there. So you start with, like, the base. Mm-hmm. They make you choose. And then from there, you can design anything that you want, like Skyrim. For, yes. Did you ever play Skyrim? Of course. I, you yeah. know how many times I've bought that game for a different platforms? These people are <laughs> draining too. my wallet. They actually are. There's no need for me to have it on every console when I'm only on my PC. There's no need. I have it on PC. I have it on Nintendo Switch. I had it on my Xbox 360. I had it on, like, another thing after that. What are they doing? Stop doing release They're a new game. They're just so good. They're, Bethesda. <laughs> I've paid but for as, the new no, game. As I was saying about that, like, oh, that was the first game that I played where I really was able to, like, design my own character. I did pick an Imperial. I That's what I picked uh, off of that. Not super wow. creative. Not super creative. However, when I did Oppressive. start playing Final Fantasy, <laughs> when I did start playing Final Fantasy, I started as a little Lollafell, which is like a little potato. Then I started a new character, and now I'm an Aura? 
like aura. I think I'm pronouncing mm-hmm, it wrong, but I'm a mm-hmm. dragon. I have a tail. This is the first first time I've ever had a character with a tail. And it's like, what? And I spent like over an hour on her and I love her. I love her, but I haven't created a name for her. So I need to redo that. But I love it. I love how these games, especially have you played cyberpunk? People no. loved it. My PC can't run it either. So don't even worry about it. But I was watching people just like make their own characters. And the like this character creation selection is amazing. Like, they are going into so much detail now. It's not like it was before. It's like, just change your eye color and your hair. No, no. It's like, all right, let's change your eyebrow shape. Let's yeah. change the eye shape. Let, do you want tattoos? Do you want all the different colored hair? It's amazing. And how we can, like, I don't know if this is the same for you, but sometimes I like to create a character that's not like me, like, completely opposite. Or, like, how I would maybe picture myself in a fantasy world. Mm-hmm. I've seen myself as a dragon. I think that'd be kind of cool. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I love it. Uh, Much like yourself, my first introduction into like character creation games was running on my poor little laptop in high school was. um, Was it The Sims? No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's an in-depth character creation, especially Sims 4. That's true. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, what's the game before Skyrim? Oblivion? Was it Elder Scrolls? Elder Scrolls Oblivion, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's the one before Skyrim. That was my first character creation, sort of like in-depth um, mm-hmm. experience. And I thought it was fantastic. Um, was my game completely bugged? And I never saw my character because I was in first person. And o- older Elder Scrolls games were absolutely <laughs> wild in how they worked and operated on a PC. Yes. But was it so much fun? Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. I think there's just so many things you can do with character creation. And I agree with you completely there. Whether it's like an expression of yourself, is this what I'd like to be? Or do I want to be something different for the first time ever um, Mm -hmm. and live out a sort of a fantasy or experience that I don't get to have or don't get to do in other games? Mm -hmm. But also like you can create a character that is you. Like you can literally, like you're like, okay, well, I just want to be me in a video game. So like I can like role play or like I can be me I don't have to be somebody else I'm just myself but like in a game which is kind of cool and I really like that about like these create your own character options yes um did you ever play Metal Gear Solid 5 I haven't okay so they have a character creation there but you can only be a man Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't get very far in the game. I definitely should play because it it's really good. But they had a very amazing character creation. And I just, something about it just sparked some joy in me, you know? <laughs> I love that. Um, what was your character like? Um, So you were just, you just designed your main character of the game. It was like create the character, but mm-hmm. you could only be a man. And my character was just hot. Like, I was just like, I'm going to be a hot man. <laughs> <laughs> me, literally, please help. I sent, I sent photos of this character to my friends. They're like, okay. That man is hot. <laughs> it's a world in which we don't know, right? It's so. true. They will know. No one will know. Um, but, yeah. So, what are your? I'm currently playing a big sort of not MMORPG. Right? Yes, uh-huh. Baldur's Gate is currently. Mm-hmm. I'm playing a lot of right now. Just for everyone listening, Baldur's Gate is a D and D style game currently in early access. Though a lot of hours of gameplay are available. Um, mm-hmm. It is very much Dungeons and Dragons. So if that's something you'd like to experience or get into and start to learn, that is like a great um, PC introduction into what D&D is like. (laughs) Well, similar to like Final Fantasy where you can like, you level up a character, but then you can still have the same character being a different class. So you can t- like try anything. Like if there's anything that you want to do, I like these kind of games that like let you just experience and kind of like um, explore your creativity through the game. Because you can go at your own pace or you can choose to like just keep doing story quests, etc. Or you can just like hang out and role play with your friends. Like I think that is so creative. And that's why these kind of games are so popular because it fits into the kind of niche of these people who maybe they 
they, they like, first of all, they like this kind of game, or maybe there's people who just cannot express themselves or they want to express themselves more. I really like that. These games are very like inclusive and yeah. there's no, like anybody can play and any you can play as anything that you want. Yes, the it's... only limitations are the ones you put on yourself in these exactly. kind of character creations. <laughs> it's true. And listen, it's, it's... I put them on myself every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is fine. Yeah. Um, and you know what's be specifically on Final Fantasy and something I've enjoyed. I made one character in Final Fantasy, and then the queue time to load in was it was like during the big Final Fantasy mm-hmm. everyone wanted to play. The queue mm-hmm. time in was like there was like a thousand people before me to get into the load into the server, and I said I do not have time for this. As you said before, sometimes I spent, it's long. Yeah, I spent over an hour making my character. I'm not waiting over an hour to play. I immediately <laughs> yeah. I logged off and opened a different game. <laughs> like, but what I do see is a lot of Final Fantasy TikToks is like games like MMORPGs. You can play in a million different styles and, mm-hmm. you know, having that addition sort of of your character, um, you know, you role play or like that sort of becomes that sort of sort of lifestyle socializing game. But also mm-hmm. you can that but the basic function of the game is still still is always there above beyond that. So like there's like a social mm-hmm. aspect and then there's the like story grind aspect and like those things being there interchangeable and like your character fitting into both either way, I think is really, really nice. Something to add on to that is like some people will create their own character and create a whole like backstory for their character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like it's amazing. Like you can create this whole lore surrounding something that you created. It's almost like a not even like a creative battle, but it's like a story that you're playing and it's your story. It's your story in their story. There's so many layers. It's like yes, an and onion. It, and you know? I love that those games create that those opportunities for those people. And like and those characters have real life impact to a lot of gamers like oh of course if you become famous in a game and this isn't about fame this is about um you know the role that you've committed to the actions you've committed to the Mm -hmm. response like Mm -hmm. the time Mm -hmm. you've committed to games like this as your character Mm -hmm. that you're like sticking to like people know who people are in these kind of games and like names get around in social circles especially in those game communities and like the opportunity to create that and exist that for yourself, um, you know, whether it's good or bad or whatever your character does or whatever their story is, like that would not be possible without this create your own character sort of option. If everyone looked the same or if everyone, you know, those like specific options weren't there for everyone, like there's a lot to, there's a lot that you can do in those games and games like create your own character, MMORPGs, like those are, mm-hmm. those create those opportunities, those experiences and like realities for people that, mm-hmm. you know, you'll remember often for like, I mean, through your life because people even now there's like in the gaming world like social references and gaming references to like world of warcraft you know like it is like historical and it's all there and it impacts a lot of other games without us even thinking or realizing oh yeah one last thing to add is these characters especially like the create your own can have such a big impact on others that so many people have commissions open for your original character you, you know what I mean? So right, I can't like, believe uh, how I didn't many even think of my friends. That. How many of my friends have commissioned somebody to create or recreate the artwork of a character that they've made because they love this character? Yes. Like I have a friend who has had the same character for thirteen years. <gasps> like that oh is their that is their character. Like they've been playing Final Fantasy from the beginning. So like that is how they play, and it's just such a it is such a huge impact in their life. Like okay, and, and if they're streamers too, they'll have the their like emotes be of their character. Yeah. So it's always just them and like the creativity. It's just, it's so lim- not unlimited for it whatever unlimited. you want. And in that same breath, I mean, I mean, haven't played this game. I might be interested in playing it on occasion. Let me know if you're interested, Dale. Okay. But like <laughs> even in, you know, that sort of creation customization goes even further in games like Roblox, where like there's people outside of the game who don't play it, who are creating custom wearable like cosmetics for people in Roblox. Like 
Anyone oh. can create things in Roblox and sell it in Roblox. And you can make IRL money for it. Whoa. Um, okay, I've actually never played Roblox. I thought I was too old. So maybe we can, like, explore our youth together. Yeah. Like, you can make... <laughs> um, you can make cosmetics for Roblox and sell them. Like, if you just do a Google search, like, um, oh. you want to buy Roblox cosmetics, like, there's different Roblox cosmetics sellers. And, That's so crazy. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, where'd you get that? And, you know, when it comes to things like that, I mean, Roblox is easily, like, an easily accessible game. Like, it's all, the coding isn't obviously complicated. Um, it's, like, basic, you know, squares, polygons, all that. It's, like, so it's more accessible to people. <laughs> Shapes and colors. Shapes, colors, <laughs> wings, like, it gives people a lot of accessibility and you mm-hmm. know opportunity to create. And people want stuff people make. People are like, where'd you get those wings? Where'd you get that shirt? Where'd Ooh. you get that? And then like, you know, so cool. being unique is very interesting in that game because people are like, what is that? What is what are you wearing? Um, yeah, it's yeah, a very yeah, social yeah, yeah. game as well as like active. Um, mm-hmm. And then to one more, speaking of like sort of create your own characters, a different vein on that. And I've never gotten into this. Let me know if you have. But um, we know it's popular on Twitch is... Um, Grand Theft Auto roleplay servers. Oh, yes. Okay, so I've seen, I watch a lot of people stream this game, and they create characters that are, like, not like them at all. Yeah. And I love just seeing how they, like, interact. I've not played this game. I don't know if my PC could run it. I'd love to try, but I don't know. I don't know what kind of character I would create. I would love that, though. It's, like, roleplaying, but also, like, expressing, like, who you want to be, or do you want to be just you? Yeah. I think I would probably be, like, I don't know, a bad bitch. I, I think I would be like a, like a bad bitch sex worker who's like hot and also like keeps the streets safe, but also like yeah. secures the bag. You're, you're on patrol, but you're also like on on their shift. Yeah, yeah. I got that. <laughs> Very much me IRL, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That was I I I really like this segment, I, I, especially since when we talked about this whole this whole episode. You know, it being like characters that you can pick from, characters that you can create. The next one that we're going to talk about is going to be assigned characters. And this is where I feel like we're going to have very different experiences, especially based off of like the games that we've played. So I'm really curious I agree. to see how we do that. Especially, um, this is um, yeah. a fiery section, I'm sure. Games where you don't have a choice. It's you either love the character or you hate them. And I think Either that's love or you hate. So fun stay to talk tuned. About. Yeah, we're going to come <laughs> after this little short little break and we're going to talk about characters that have been assigned to us. Can't wait. All right, now we're on to characters that you do not choose, you cannot pick, they are assigned to you, mostly in, in a lot of like um, story-based games. You don't really get a choice. Um, that's probably is the biggest sort of category of this. Mm-hmm. Um, always very interesting, very large um, stories that tend to revolve around that character or that character is like a main aspect of that in. Um, have you played any of the like Life is Strange or Telltale games, the characters in which you kind of like choose your own story? Or follow along like visual novel. Have you ever done anything of the sort? Um, I've done a few. None of the major ones. So I've never done any of the Life is Strange or any of those. Um, but uh, I do watch other people play it. Mainly because I I love a game where there's a choice. Um, mm-hmm. I love a game where choices have impact. Um, and I find those scenarios, though, exciting, stressful. So mm-hmm. sometimes that keeps me a ga- like away from games like that where mm-hmm. like my choices have impacts and, you know, confession when i played fable three um i did i grinded for so long to try to make sure i could get the best ending possible because i didn't want anyone to be unhappy in the game i could not have like a bad ending yeah so i was like 
I, everyone has to be happy at the end of the game. So like I, I sort of the, those games are sort of stressful for me. Support, so I watch other people support. play them, and I'm like, okay, they they made all the good decisions. Let me go see what the bad decisions are that I would never make on YouTube later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have not done a lot mm-hmm. of those. Have you? Mm-hmm. Wow. I actually have. I love visual novels. I love um something that I really like about them is you are a main character. However, you do become attached to characters that aren't who you play. And they become like kind of like not like memes, but they, for example, in um, The Walking Dead, the Telltale games, you do play as Lee. Mm-hmm. Lee is so impactful, but then you end up playing as Clementine, who is like a character in the the game, and you're looking at Clementine through Lee's perspective. So mm-hmm. I love the impact of like you start as one character and then you play as a different character. So it also in Life is Strange, you play as um, who was it? Was it Alex? It was like Chloe, and then I think that I forgot the main girl's name. She was really annoying, but. I liked Chloe more than I liked the main girl. So sometimes you play as a main character, but actually it's the other characters that you're like, I like you. Or like you make the game more interesting. And I, I really like interesting. that. Interesting. That's sort of an interesting factor to a main character story where it's everyone around you who's enriching you as opposed to mm-hmm. you impacting other people's lives. That's well, sort of the, different. Think about, think about The Last of Us. In The Last of Us, you do play as Joel, but then you also play as Ellie. And then in The Last of Us 2, you play as Ellie, right? Mm-hmm. Like how did, the, how did the main character kind of shift? Yeah. You never actually had the choice to pick but the story kind of like progresses you in a way and it's not like do you hate the character because i feel like if you pick a game in which you are the main character and you can't choose your character and you hate that character you're not gonna play the game right so it's these characters have to be like created well enough that you still play them while enjoying the story right so just something that i was thinking about (laughs) a character who i love who doesn't have a lot of necessarily like story impact but is the main character of story and i think it's a sort of a great um, enigma to a main character um is like link from the legend of zelda mm-hmm. franchise mm-hmm. he has he says nothing he is sort of yeah! like a voiceless hero who just carries out his mission yes um, there's not really a decision factor in that game no nope. um there's not really um, he's so iconic. He's so iconic. But he's there, and I think maybe that's what makes him sort of so lovable is that you can't hate him for anything because there's not necessarily a choice. Um, well, it's also like same with like, did you play Super Mario um, sixty four? Yeah. Mario has to save Peach. Mario, like, there's no not too much dialogue. Um, it's not like a choice thing, but like such an iconic character. Yes. Um, a game that I do want to talk about that like actually impacted my whole life. Okay, I'm ready <laughs> is, for um, it. It's have you ever played the Infamous series? No. On PlayStation, it was a PlayStation exclusive. What's so the main character is, like is Paul McGrath. No electricity. Okay, okay. Electricity and that game just oh my god, that was the game that I loved. Literally, you had a choice; you could play good or evil. Um, but Cole McGrath was the main character, and I that game amazing the storytelling you are you can choose either way and the story does progress there are multiple endings but i loved that game so if anyone is listening and they uh know what a game i'm talking about and if you loved cole too let me know i'd also love to know if you played good or evil because i always played evil (laughs) in in that game um was there a girl with like pink light powers or something no like she had like pink light powers okay i'll figure out what game no 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 no, no, no. It, it's uh, it's yeah we can talk about it after but it, it's it's just men the whole game i don't think there was any females in that game no it's not for me so then. long ago cole mcgrath yeah love that character um i'm trying to think of some other men who are some iconic game characters video game main characters um, from franchises well, we like enjoy ellie ellie from the last of us yes you know a lot of people is, love um, her 
Zagreus. Zagreus Z- and Hades. Yes. Yeah, so very big one. Got this whole episode started. He is, I mean, he's another one where the story just sort of fits in and he just sort of guides it as opposed to having a large mm-hmm. impact, which. And, and, and he's so lovable. He's you know? very like, lovable. They created him in such a way that is so, like, everyone can like him. If you don't like Zagreus, then you wouldn't play the game because yeah. he's the main character, you know? I'm trying to think of, like, what other, like, single-player games I've played. I've played, like, Heavy Rain. I've played, um, so Beyond Two Souls. Mm-hmm. Elliot Page was the main character. Um, there's Detroit Become a Human, which I've not played. These kind of, like, main, like, big story games. Oh, I played Alien Isolation. And you play as a woman, and you're trying to get oh, away from yes, the Yes, I watch other people play because it's, it's scary very scary. It's, it's amazing, and it's um so good. I, I forget the characters' names, but yes. I mean, there's characters that are interesting. Uh, the sort of um, going on, like um, the character you play in as por- in Portal. Oh um, yes, yeah. You don't really know a lot about her. You no. don't really get a lot of stories. No. Sort of everything, sort of. But she's there, and that's who you're playing as. Yeah, and you're seeing it from um, like point of view. Like you're not you see it, but you don't. You're seeing if that kind you of makes sense. It. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and the same thing that happens along with, I mean, the Mario series. Oh as yes, well. he's just there. Yeah, there, we don't really get backstory. We get everyone's story except the two main characters. <laughs> yeah, Mario, um, Luigi, which is very interesting. Yeah. Um, second, I do have one more thing I want to add though, and for the um, Resident Evil series, Ethan is such a huge character, and like I yes. played Resident Evil Seven, and I. Um, it was the first game that you actually play as for like the first person like view. Yes. Um, also iconic characters in like the previous Resident Evil series like Jill and Leon. However, in seven when he plays Ethan in first person point of view, you feel for him, but you also get so angry with him. Like I love the game, don't get me wrong, but his relationship with Mia, oh my god, I can't. I literally can't. Uh, you know what I mean? I know. Um, that game again, another fantastic launch to a franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, that is sort of building on their success further and further and further. And for Resident Evil um, 8, you know, Lady D, and everybody loves Lady D, you know, hashtag yes. step on me, all of that. <laughs> exactly. Um, what do they call her? Big something mommy? I can't remember the words exactly. I, I, um, my computer can't run it. I, I, gotta, I gotta upgrade that GPU. This is like what I really like about this episode, um, especially it being our first, how we have kind of broken down how there's so many different types of games that kind of like... Uh, go into who we are as a person and how we can express yes. ourselves. Like, even for this last one, we talked about the, the the assigned character. You are the main character, but we've assigned it to you. It still sticks with you. Like, to this day, I still think about Cole McGrath, like, my favorite game, like in Infamous, right? Um, yeah. I still think of that. Like, these characters have such a huge impact on our lives, so they are so well-designed. And if they weren't well-designed, then the games would flop, right? So that's, yeah, like, a flop. big thing that we we should talk about, you know? You can't have that. You can't have a game and not like the character you're playing as and expect that game to be successful. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so the main character's got to have something that you either want, have, or respect, you know? Yeah. And even, I think, and the character can be anything. So, like, you can be, the character can be a, p- a piece of shit, which there are games that have a main character who you're playing as who is a piece Disco of shit. Elysium. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Disco Elysium is a great mm-hmm. example. Um, another, uh, that style of game, which I love. But... There just has to be that connection and appeal to that character, an understanding, a reasoning. They can't be a piece of shit for no reason. Yeah. Um, and then, like, that sort of has to play a part into the story, um, but it just has to be doing well. There's nothing worse than having a character that people do not like. Because, um, I mean, well, first of all, no one will play it. So exactly. we'll never hear of it. Exactly. Um, 
How amazing. Oh, I love that. I am feeling so nostalgic in this last segment of our episode. Like, I'm reflecting on all the games that I played. Like, a huge part of my childhood was just, like, playing main story games and how much they've, yes. like, shaped how I've now become, you know, Steve Harrington talking to Killjoy <laughs> on the first episode of Easy Mode. Like, that. this is, we've come full circle. <laughs> it really has. You know, and those kind of games were very big for me as an, uh, growing up in a, like, sort of post-online Sorry, a pre-online gameplay mm-hmm. only child. Like mm-hmm. that's all I had. Yeah, all I had was Legend of Zelda, Super Mario, mm-hmm. those sort of um, solo type games. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but now I'm like, where are all my friends? I need to play games with them <laughs> I know, online. And I'm like, you want to play DVD? You want to grind through some DVD? <laughs> I want to play. Some, I'm like, you want to play some uh, story games that we can play together? So I don't have to play them by myself. <laughs> <laughs> now I do want to say, unless you have like, anything final, you want to any final? Okay, okay, okay. This is kind of what I want to ask you. Of all what of the it? topics that we talked from, so we talked about characters that you choose from, characters that you create, and characters that are assigned to you. Are there any characters that you absolutely loathe, that you absolutely hate, and you like just do not just go off? That's basically my question. Go off. <laughs> I do have one. I do respect this man. Um, he had a job he had to do, and he fulfilled it. And even in retrospect, now we, you know, we. We hear from it a little bit. We see him. We don't exactly get a clear answer. But did you play Nintendo 64 Animal Crossing? No. Or was it GameCube? I, I, this Animal is my Crossing. first Animal Crossing ever was on the Switch. Yeah. Well, I want to say that you are blessed to not have had the experience because back in the day, saving wasn't automatic. and You had to do a separate save function in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to talk to your gyroid outside your house and then go in um, to ha- go to sleep to save. Mm-hmm. You could not turn off your system. You could not just like leave it or whatever and come back. Mm-hmm. And every time you reloaded into Animal Crossing, this little mole came up named Mr. Rossetti. I've and heard about have you heard this. Of this. I've heard of Mr. Rossetti. <laughs> and at that age of however old I was when that game came out, was beyond one of the most frustrating things I've ever experienced in my freaking life. He would give you unskippable lines, like unskippable lines that went on for actual minutes. Even if you like pressed A to go past them and it would speed through them. And you know, they're Animal Crossing characters. They don't really talk. So like, you would have to sit through minutes of pressing A to get through him giving you speeches. And here's the worst part. The more you didn't save before closing the game, the longer it would be every time you reloaded in. Wow. And he would be so mad at you. A little angry mole rat, like little mole yelling at you, a child, <laughs> because you didn't save your game. Honestly, I'm, sir, I'm that's character. Progression. Sir, I can barely I'm not I'm barely doing math. <laughs> I, You're still barely like, doing math. Sometimes I have to. My mom says I got to go. <laughs> I don't have time to save. We're getting in the car and going to the grocery <laughs> like, store. Squeeze, honestly. There's there's no auto save feature here. But back in the day, let me live my life. Honestly, they they punished you hard, they and they do reference him in Animal Crossing these days. I don't know if there was if he actually was in the game or there was just some like line references to the character. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not in it anymore, obviously. But wow, was that a terrible time? Forever. I'm so glad he's not in it. Um, but like Mr. Rossetti, you're out there. Like, we love you, miss you, hope you're doing well. Um, hope you have passed that anger and rage. I get it was your job, like capitalism really holding you down, like you're stressed, you gotta let it out somewhere. I wish it wasn't me, but I get it. You're I understand. fuming. Wow, that was not an answer I was expecting. Oh my gosh. It was a terrible experience. Wow. 
who Mr. Animal Crossing please you need to apologize to the public for that I know but also like I guess I had to learn the tough way so like both of us have come a long way I guess we have come a long way <laughs> for me what about you Dale for who me, do you hate it's uh you know what killer do I hate going against the most it's Nemesis also <gasps> like I just can't deal and I have not played that um like what which Resident Evil game that Nemesis is part of yet but I hate mm-hmm. him I literally he's he's designed so well that I can hate him so much like he's yeah so like why is he so large? Why you got these tentacles? Why is his neck so veiny? Like, what? I hate him. I think he just needs to, like, honestly, just go home. Go home, okay? Like, I go I'll, home, sir. I'll get you a coffee. Just leave, okay? Like, you need to leave. You need to leave, uh, <laughs> Mister Entity. Take them away. Take them away. I'm calling the Entity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I. I mean, I think he's kind of. I agree with you. He's very well designed, and I love his little flesh whip. Have you gone flesh against the me. new killer? The, the bird lady, the crow no, the, lady? Oh, no, she is. She's up there with Nemesis. It's just because she's so scary. She's so scary. She goes, ah, and I'm like, okay. I love birds, I, so oh I kind of excited. I love birds too, but not when they're like behind my head and going, ah, like it's too much. I can't deal. I can't deal. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. I cannot believe what an amazing discussion we've had. This has been such an amazing first episode. The main character, the moment, the us, the you, the me. The easy mode. How amazing. Thank you. Thank you. It was so much fun. I feel like there's so much we could have gotten into. Um, I can't wait. Um, Everyone, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and download this podcast. We're available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, all major listening platforms. Um, And if if you enjoyed it, um, uh, would love to have you share it. If you know people like us who are gamers, who love it, like passion, life, um, brings us such joy um, but and are looking for a place where there's no judgment there's silliness there's um, wildness there's fun takes there's action drama adventure um, arguments passion love um, <laughs> lust <laughs> hunger <laughs> wealth not here um then share this show with them um we are very excited to sort of We're keep the show going we are and it's like just just remember we are professionally casual gamers okay this is this, we are this we're is, so good exactly at being we're casual. so good it's just being casual right that's what it yeah. is um Henry, i just want to ask you before before we go before, before we you know log off um what games are you most excited to play or what game releases are you most excited for a game I touched on in this episode um, I, that I also talked about that apparently I'm so excited about. I couldn't remember the name when we were talking about it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the game I was telling you about. Um, she's a woman living in New York, person of color, find herself transported into a distant underground magical world, has everything I want in a game. Mm-hmm. It is going to be released this year, May 24th, unfortunately on PlayStation, which I don't have. Maybe it will be on PC. Fingers crossed. It's called Forspoken. Everyone checking out. Keep an eye on it. It looks amazing. Oh, wow. um, yeah, it should be. Um, it looks like PlayStation right now. Hopefully, they do release it somewhere else. But keep an eye on everyone. Forspoken, PlayStation. I'm stoked. That's amazing. For myself, yeah, what about you? I, um, first of all, I want whoever is listening to get me in contact with the person who has information on Silk Song because nothing has been released and I can't. T- I can't take it anymore. I literally can't take it anymore. You cannot hold this information captive. There are people waiting. Okay. But a game that has had information released about it, um, Haunted Chocolatier. 
I'm excited for Haunted Chocolatier. <gasps> you know, like... You're so right. Like, that is coming out. Um, Shout out to Concerned Ape. We love you. Thank you so much for we making... We love you. Thank you for making... They, we love we fan club. We love you so much. If you ever want to come on the podcast, literally, we would love to have you. I tell strangers about you, Concerned I, Ape. We love you. I will be like... You know this game called Stardew Valley? Well, let me tell you about the man who made it. And I will go on <laughs> you to You deserve everything and anyone. more. You deserve everything and more. But those are the games that I'm stoked about. Silk Song, though, somebody needs to tell me something. Because I cannot. I cannot anymore, you know? <laughs> Dale and I are ready to fight some we publishers for video games ready. right now. We got our fists ready. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Thank you guys. So Thank you so much. much for tuning in. Thank you. It's been it's been a blast, and we'll catch you next yes. week on Easy yep, Mode. Yep, next week with another new episode of Easy Mode. Goodbye. Bye.